0: This is section 7.5 of AMSCO, Unresolved Tensions After World War I. As economic crises beset countries after World War I, unresolved disputes over the control of land continued to fester. The victors in the war, European powers and Japan, generally kept or expanded control over colonial territories. However, anti imperial resistance was growing throughout Asia and Africa. In a larger context, the spread of nationalism in these regions was part of the global same global trend that included the breakup of the empires in Europe, the success of communism in Russia, and the spread of anti-immigrant sentiments in the United States. The example of Turkey's push for self-determination was already was already discussed in uh, earlier. Similarly, events such as May, the May Fourth Movement in China and groups such as Indian National Congress demonstrated how nationalism spreading throughout the world. Effects of the War The effects of World War I varied around the world. The United States prospered because of all of its its war efforts and materials and agricultural products had sold to Britain and other allies. By contrast, European countries that suffered the greatest damage in the war were economically devastated. Effects on Colonial Lands While nationalist movements had been brewing for decades in the colonies in South Asia and West Africa, the war renewed the hopes of people in these regions for independence. African and Asian colonial troops contributed thousands of soldiers to the Allied war effort. In addition, this disastrous war showed colonial peoples that imperial powers such as Britain and France were non-invincible. German propaganda during the war had predicted that colonial soldiers' experience in the war would lead to a great uprising against colonial rule. This did not materialize, although there were several local rebellions. Between November of 1915 and September of 1916, a large group of villages in French West Africa between the Volta and Bani rivers, in what later became Burkina Faso, united an effort to drive out the French. It was only with a great effort and loss of life on both sides that the French managed to put down the revolt. The rebellion forced the French to recognize that they had an obligation to the people they colonized. After World War I, many veterans from the French colonies assisted in colonial administration after they returned home. Colonized people's war experiences raised their expectations. They thought that the principle of self-determination, as expressed in Wilson's Fourteen Points, would get them closer to self-rule. Nationalists in in Africa and Asia hoped that the blood they had shed for their home countries would earn them some respect from Western Europe, and thus begin a decolonization process. However, the Peace Conference's big three, David Lloyd George, Woodrow Wilson, and George Clemenceau, after Italy left, were not interested in freeing colonies. After World War I, European powers granted self-determination only to white countries in Eastern Europe. Middle Eastern lands that had been part of an Ottoman Empire came under the control of France and Britain in the League of Nations mandate system. Former German colonies in Africa had the same fate. German territories and spheres of influence in Asia, in East Asia and the Pacific were transferred to various victorious nations of World War I. India, and nearly every nation in Africa, as well as most of the Middle East, continue to be controlled by European nations. Wilson even refused to meet with a group of Vietnamese nationalists, including a young Ho Chi Minh, who asked to speak with him about self-determination for Vietnam. This rejection fueled stronger nationalist movements in colonies scattered across the southern rim of Asia and parts of Africa. The seeds of African, Arab, and Asian nationalism were slowly were sown largely in the aftermath of World War One, although they did not come to fruition until much later. The Mandate System. Arab rebels of the former Ottoman Empire were especially insulted by the results of the Peace Conference. They had been promised self-rule if they fought with the Allies. Instead, the Allies forgot all of their promises and the league of nations established a mandate system to rule the colonies and territories of the central powers article 22 the legal nations charter uh, stated that colonized people in asia and africa required tutelage from more advanced nations in order to survive thus the allied countries including france great britain and japan were able to increase their imperial holdings through a new form of colonization for example cameroon which had been a German colony, was divided and transferred to France and Britain as separate mandates. Japan seized the German-held islands of the Western Pacific. The Middle East experienced enormous upheaval because of the fall of the Ottoman Empire. Palestine, Transjordan, Lebanon, Syria, and Iraq all became League of Nations mandates. These Arab states were not yet sovereign lands, but virtual colonies of Great Britain and France. This infuriated the Arabs who lived in these lands and set the stage for a nationalist movement known as Pan-Arabism, an ideology that called for the unification of all lands in North Africa and the Middle East. Another source of conflict in 1917, when the British government issued the Balfour Declaration, which stated that Palestine would become a permanent home for the Jews of Europe. Those who supported the Jewish homeland were known as Zionists. After the Allied victory in the Great War, European Jews moved moved in droves to Palestine, which Britain controlled. Anti-colonialism in South Asia. The setback presented by the Paris Peace Conference uh, inspired anti-colonial activists to redouble their efforts. In South Asia, the Indian National Congress formed the late 19th century uh, to air grievances against the colonial government. By the end of World War I in 1918, It had become a strong voice for independence. Massacre of Amritsar In the spring of 1918, a group of Indian nationalists gathered in a public garden in Amritsar, Punjab to protest the arrest of two freedom fighters. The protest took place during a Sikh festival, which had attracted thousands of villagers to the city, which Sikhs considered holy. Although the throngs were peaceful, the British colonial government had recently made such public gatherings illegal. Armed colonial forces fired hundreds of shots into the unarmed crowd, killing an estimated of 379 people and wounding 1,200 more. The Amritsar massacre radicalized many Indians. It convinced moderate members of the Indian National Congress that independence from Britain was the only way forward. Gandhi. By the 1920s, Mohandas Gandhi had brought the Congress's cause to the Indian masses and and caught the attention of the world. His um, Devotion to Truth movement embarked on a campaign of civil disobedience that encouraged Indians to break unjust laws and serve jail time. These actions, he believed, would stir the consciousness of the empire and the international community and exposed the injustice of the, Brit- of the British imperial system. Gandhi, who became known by Indians as Mahatma or the Great Soul, led a boycott against British goods. After returning to India from South Africa, Gandhi wore the traditional cotton Hindu dhoti uh, rather than the Western style suits he had worn as a lawyer in Natal. Wearing homespun clothes was a form of protest against British fabrics made from Indian cotton and sold to Indians at inflated prices. One of Gandhi's first campaigns became known as the Salt March. British authorities made it illegal for Indians to produce their own sea salt. The commodity was easy to make in the tropical country, but Britain wanted a monopoly on salt. In 1930, Gandhi lent thousands of Indians to the Arabian Sea and simply picked up a few grains of salt in defiance of Britain's unjust edict. The two-state solution. While anti-colonial sentiment was building, leaders of the independence movement disagreed about how India uh, should define its national identity. Muslim leader Muhabbin al-Jina, a member of the Muslim minority in the largely Hindu Indian National Congress, originally favored a Muslim-Hindu unity. Um, but later proposed a two-state plan for South Asian independence. He was concerned that Muslim interests would be overwhelmed by Hindu concerns in an independent India. He proposed creating a separate state, Pakistan, that would include the heavily Muslim Western and Eastern parts of South Asia. This proposal made several leaders, including Gandhi and Jawaharlal Nehru, who eventually became India's first prime minister, anxious about the region's future. Although independence did not come for India and Pakistan until after World War II, the interwar years were critical times for the anti-colonial movement. Nationalism in East Asia. Korea, Japan, and China had not been formally colonized by Europe, but they did suffer the European domination. These countries also demonstrated the spread of the desire for self-determination. The March 1st Movement in Korea The small country of Korea had suffered under increasing Japanese influence since the 1890s. In 1910, Japan had took control of uh, uh, Korea. After World War I, Japan expected to expand its role in East Asia, just as European states did in the Middle East. In prospect of European support for a stronger Japan, the mysterious death of the Korean Emperor caused Koreans' resentment explode. On March 1st in 1919, Koreans began a series of protests that involved as many as 2 million Koreans out of a population of 17 million. The occupied Japanese forces cracked down harshly, killing several thousand Koreans. But the March 1st movement demonstrated the power of Korean nationalism. The May 4th movement in China. During World War I, China supported the Allies. Britain and France hired nearly 150,000 Chinese to work in factories, dig trenches, and to do other support work. China hoped that victorious allies would support China's desire to reclaim German-controlled land on the Shandong Peninsula in northeast China. However, Japan wanted the same land. At the Paris Peace Conference in 1919, Great Britain and France sided with Japan. Infuriated, Chinese intellectuals and workers staged anti-Japanese demonstrations beginning on May 4th in 1919. The May 4th movement symbolized China's growing nationalism and demand for democracy. Angered by Europe's support for Japan, many Chinese rejected Western-style government. They turned toward the Marxist model of the Soviet Union. Several May 4th leaders joined the Chinese Communist Party. In the years after the May 4th protests, two main groups fought for power, the communists and the nationalists. The Chinese Communist Party, the CCP, was founded in 1921. It was eventually led by Mao Zedong, the son of the prosperous peasant who was inspired by the communist revolution in Russia. Instead of energizing the working classes of Chinese cities, however, Mao believed that China's communist revolution should be based on the revolt of peasants, who made up the vast majority of China's population. The second group that was fighting for power in China was the Chinese Nationalist Party, or Kuomintang, who was led by Sun Yat-sen. He was devoted to full independence and industrialization, and he allied with Mao's forces to free China from foreign domination and overthrow the warlords. Following Sun's death in 1929, Chiang Kai-shek took control of the Nationalist Party. Chiang was a conservative and had a deep-seated distrust of communism. In 1927, Chiang's forces attacked and nearly annihilated Mao's forces, initiating the Chinese Civil War. The Long March. Mao and the remnants of the Chinese Communist Party retreated into China's interior, where for several years they trained in hiding. In 1934, Chiang's forces again attacked Mao's army in the rural areas of Xiangxi. After the attack, Mao's forces began a long march, a year-long 6,000-mile long retreat. It traversed treacherous mountains, deep marshes, and extremely dry deserts. Of the 80,000 or more who began the Long March, only 10,000 remained to assemble in 1935 in northern China. The Chinese Communist Party was weak after the Long March. However, peasants admired Mao and his army's tremendous stamina and their commitment to their ideals. This support among peasants would later be important for the success of the communists in winning control of the country. While the communists were retreating on a long march, the nationalist common tongue continued to rule much of China during the 1930s. Xiang, however, had an uh, alienated many. Old traditions were losing support, but he advocated Confucianism. When opponents criticized him, he suppressed free speech. When people accused the nationalists of corruption, he did not stop it. China, Japan, and Manchukuo. In 1935, the nationalists and the communists in China suspended their civil war to unite against a more pressing danger, Japan. Seeking access to natural resources on the Asian mainland, Japan had invaded Manchuria and northern China in September of 1931. Tensions increased when someone, either Chinese dissidents or Japanese soldiers, attacked a railway owned by Japan uh, near Mukden. When the League of Nations condemned Japan's actions in Manchuria, Japan gave up its membership in the League of Nations and seized more land. In 1932, the Japanese set up a puppet state called it may To make Manchukuo seem like an independent Chinese state, it selected the last Chinese emperor to sit on its throne. Japan continued to expand its empire until 1935, the year World War II ended. It seized the Philippines, under partial U.S. control at the time, the Dutch East Indies, the British Malaya, Burma, and numerous Pacific Islands. Japan uh, the, termed these territories as the Greater East Asia co prosperity Sphere. Although Japan claimed to be liberating people from Western imperialism, people in the region experienced Japan as a conqueror. Resistance to the French rule in West Africa As in South Asia, people all over Africa were disappointed that their colonies did not achieve independence after World War I. Pro-independence movements uh, in Africa began with European educated intellectuals. For example, the future of Kenya, uh, Jomo Kenyatta studied in London. Leopold Senghor, the future leader of Senegal, uh, studied in Paris. In Europe, African intellectuals learned to recognize the racial discrimination taking place in their homelands. Most members of the educated elite worked for the colonial government, if they were not self-employed doctors or attorneys. Um, Africans under colonial rule resisted the colonies. Black workers in, West, in French West Africa staged a series of strikes, including a strike of railway workers in 1917 and a general strike in 1946. Some of these actions spread throughout French West Africa, such as Senegal, Benin, the Ivory Coast, and Kenya. Strikers protested discriminating wage and benefit policies and, in some cases, won a number of their demands through a compromise settlement. And that concludes Section 7.5 of AMSCO. Thank you.